Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, we're more than halfway through our fall pest series. And this week we wanted to cover a bug that really stinks, literally. So this week we're talking about a bug whose name I I think kind of sounds like an insult thrown around on one of those 1960s TV sitcoms like Leave it to Beaver or The Brady Bunch. It's the brown marmorated stink bug. And uh, the brown marmorated stink bug is actually an invasive pest that can cause some serious damage to fruit, vegetables, and other crops. And like other pests we've been talking about they are attracted to homes in the fall and that's because they're searching for places to overwinter um going back this pest was accidentally introduced from asia into eastern pa uh they were actually first seen in allentown in 1998 but they are believed to have arrived several years earlier uh unfortunately they've spread since then across much of north america especially the east and west coast. So maybe you're wondering what they look like if you haven't encountered them before. So let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah, so the brown marmorated stink bugs are about 17 millimeters long. Um, It's kind of hard to put in perspective, so they're just a little smaller than a dime. And they have a distinct shield-shaped body. It's brown in color. And they can be distinguished from other stink bugs by the lighter bands found on their antennas and the patches of coppery or bluish depressions on their head and pronotum. They get their name stink bug from scent glands that are located on their abdomen. These bugs usually have one generation per year in Pennsylvania. Um, Sometimes if there's a warmer spring and summer, that can allow for two generations per year. The adults will typically emerge around April to May-ish, and they'll begin depositing eggs throughout the summer. The eggs hatch into nymphs, and then they go through five molts before becoming adults. And when fall comes around, the stink bugs will begin searching for warm places to overwinter, like your house. I think I even read where, you know, in warmer areas, they go through five generations in one, you know, one season. Wow. So they can reproduce pretty quick. Um, how about the damage? So the main damage caused by stink bugs is actually agricultural damage. Um, So if you have a garden, you probably noticed this already. Uh, They do feed on a wide variety of host plants as well as fruits. Um, They prefer apples, peaches, apricots, figs, and even citrus fruits. Um, They do feed on crops such as corn and soybeans and tomatoes. Uh, Damage to these crops causes farmers, unfortunately, to lose out on a lot of money because they're unable to sell their products. if you have apples or grow apples, you know that it just, the apple doesn't look right after they've attacked it. Um, so the physical damage to fruit includes things like pitting or scarring, and sometimes it even leads to mealy texture. Um, as I mentioned before, this injury, it pretty much makes the fruit unmarketable as fresh produce. Severe cases can even render the crop unusable for processed products. Um, the brown marmorated stink bug also feeds on leaves and a characteristic symptom of leaf injury is stippled areas approximately like an eighth of an inch in diameter around feeding sites. 
in addition to physical damage, wounds caused by feeding can provide an entryway for disease to attack the host fruit or plant. But fortunately, stink bugs do not cause any damage to structures like your home. Uh, they also will not reproduce inside structures, so that's another good thing. Uh, but if you crush them within your home, it may smell for a little bit, you know, as the name of the bug implies. So. And the odor from these bugs can also cause allergic reactions in some people. These can include respiratory and eye symptoms. Those that are sensitive to the smell of lady beetles are also often sensitive to the smell of stink bugs. Um, if the insects are crushed or smashed against exposed skin, they can also cause dermatitis at the point of contact. So just kind of something to be aware of if you do find them in your home. Yeah, so, um, you know, as part of this series, we wanted to mention how to prevent stinging bugs from entering the home. So just like we were talking about with lady beetles, uh, mechanical exclusion probably is the best method of keeping stink bugs out of your home. Uh, it's important to seal any of those cracks around the windows or the doors, the siding, utility pipes, you know, anything, any entryway into your home. Uh, damaged screens on doors and windows, they should also be replaced or repaired. Uh, exterior insecticide applications can provide some relief, but as we mentioned before, insecticides are broken down by sunlight, so it, they really won't last that long. Uh, if you do already have a stink bug invasion in your home, the first thing you should do is locate where they're coming from and seal those areas. Um, once those areas are sealed, you can remove the stink bugs that are inside. Now, they say don't vacuum them up though. Um, because of that smell, it'll stick to your vacuum cleaner. It'll probably also, you know, there's, there's a vent on vacuums and that air will spread throughout your house, so you get quite an unpleasant smell if you do vacuum them up. Um, capture them, you know, put them in a little plastic bag, some type of, something like that. Um, using insecticides inside your home to get rid of stink bugs also is not advisable. Although you can buy the insecticidal dust and aerosol methods, they can work to kill the bugs, uh, and it won't prevent more from entering though. Um, so. So we kind of wrap this up, we do have a couple of facts about brown marmorated stink bugs. What'd you find? So first one I found is in the home, stink bugs are pretty lethargic. Um, they kind of buzz around clumsily. But in the wild, they're good flyers. And research has actually shown that in flight mail tests, the bugs can fly 1.2 miles in a 24-hour period. And in field observations, they can fly in a straight line at 6.7 miles per hour. The second one's kind of interesting. So their spray actually has something in common with cilantro. So the two main chemicals responsible for the stinky spray are trans-2-octanol and trans-2-decinol. And the latter of the two is actually what gives cilantro its smell too. Which is kind of gross when you think about it. Yeah, not really that big a fan of cilantro. You? I like it, like with tacos and... I guess that's why I don't like stink bugs either. Fair enough. All right, well, hopefully that gives you a better idea of the brown marmorated stink bug, uh, what to do about it if you see it around your house, um, yeah, and kind of a, a bit of a background on it as well. Uh, we do have one event to mention, um, and it's coming up towards the end of the month. Uh, so Lackawanna State Park, they're doing an event on northern saw-wet owls. 
right there in the park. And that's Friday, October 29th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, they mentioned to come learn about PA's smallest owl, and that's the Northern Saw Wet Owl, and how Lackawanna State Park is part of ongoing research uh, into these secretive birds of the night. So the presentation will be led by Dr. Rob Smith of the University of Scranton and Marianne Bogart, a graduate student of Bloomsburg University. Uh, they'll both be speaking about owl natural history, about the ongoing owl research in the park, and even how these birds are captured and analyzed before being released. Uh, they also mentioned that they're going to try to capture some for the program so you can see them up close. Um, they mentioned meeting at the Environmental Learning Center. Uh, unfortunately, space is limited, so pre-registration is required. You can go right to, um, I think it's on Facebook. They have the event there, and you can register through the link. Also put it up on our website as well, the Conservation Corner page. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. And as always, you can even give us ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>